0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Anna Chats podcast. Today I am going to be running over why your diet is not working, because obviously, working with a lot of women, I see this on a daily basis. And it still seems that there's just there's such a big overcast on women feeling like they're never going to achieve what they set out to achieve and it's because you set such unrealistic targets on yourself and I just wanted to go over a few of those things and clarify them for you and give you a better understanding of really what a diet takes and why it is that you're probably not getting the change that you're expecting to because a lot of women delve delve into a diet uh you give a little bit of effort in you give it a go and then you turn up at the end of the week and you feel the word disappointment comes into your mind because you feel that you should have had a better result than you hadn't got. So, I'm going to talk you through why you're not getting that result and why, actually, in the nicest way possible, you shouldn't be disappointed because it all comes down to the efforts that we put in, essentially. So, when we let's sort of rewind right back to the start, right? So, you may be in a position now or you have been before where things have just unraveled, life's got busy, you've had kids, you have started a new job, your career's taken over, you've got a new boyfriend, things got comfortable, right? And maybe the habits that you had before, e.g. the habits are the things that we do on a daily basis without even thinking. So generally, when it comes to weight gain, habits come in around food, first of all. So in those times like you may start to get a habit of eating a couple of biscuits every time you have a cup of tea or you've got a habit of picking into some chocolate after dinner and when life gets busy sometimes and we get a little bit complacent in those things they those habits start to to really sort of peek through and those habits can affect us in many different ways that maybe you you stop going to the gym like as regularly as you did and you stopped getting in the steps that you did anyway life unravels and sometimes you get lost in it and a lot of women sort of all of a sudden they they turn up in a place where they're like, where am I? Like, do I even recognize the woman in the mirror? And you've gained some weight. Maybe, maybe you've got a little bit uncomfortable. You've noticed that your clothes have started to get tighter, but over time you're just like, no, it's fine. Like I'm too busy right now. I can't concentrate on that. And what happens is a lot of women allow that to get worse and worse and worse and worse until you get to a point where you actually say the words desperate to yourself. and. These are conversations that I have with women in my DMs all the time and women that still then don't want to commit to making a change in themselves, even though if you think about it, like, in our lives, should we ever really be using the word desperate when it comes to how we feel, you know, like, if I'm, if you are desperate to change, for me, like, and then a lot of people follow that I'm not motivated, that is your motivation, if you are in a place where you are desperate to make a change and you feel that uncomfortable as you are that unhappy you lack that self-confidence that you can't even go out with your friends without getting in a fluster or getting upset or getting wound up because none of your clothes fit is that not the biggest indication that you could ever have that investing into yourself will be so worth it And whether that's the you do it on your own or you do it with a coach like this is just one of the messages that I wanted to get across in this podcast is that girls like we have to wake up. Like if you are in a position where you feel that shit about yourself and you feel that uncomfortable and you are nervous to go out of your friends because you don't feel good and you're worried what people would think of you that is more than enough to make a change and a a clear sign that you should be, that you should actually be focusing on that because that is not living. Like that's that's actually a bit of torture to yourself. Like you are not living your life to, to the maximum, not because you need to lose weight, because that lack of confidence and that insecurity that you feel about yourself, like life does not have to be lived that way. And that's the point of me getting this podcast across because I know that a lot of you feel like you're in that position, but then you also feel disheartened because you've obviously tried, you've tried dieting before, it's never worked for you or it works, you lose 10 pounds in a week and gain it all back. And it's just, you're in this thing why I, I call it the diet loop. And it's just this forever bouncing around cycle where you try you feel like you fail. You don't succeed. You, you, then you, you go comfort eat, you feel shit again. Then you try again when everyone else starts in January and you're just stuck in this constant loop because you get to this point of desperation that you feel you have to take the extreme because we're so desperate, you know, like it's like anything like you say you were stranded in a desert and you had no water and you, you, you were dehydrating, you felt like you were going to die. Like you take desperate and extreme measures to get back to just feeling yourself and like that's probably a bit dramatic but this is what happens like you get to a point of desperation that you only go for the extreme because the thought of actually doing a long-haul diet would mean that you'd have to stay as you are for even longer you know that's exactly how women feel you feel like oh I I could never commit to this lifestyle bullshit that Anna talks about or this long dieting because I need a change now because I can't feel like this anymore. But the problem is, right, you go to these extremes, you're not going to feel different if you lose five pounds, really. Like if you put it in the concept, if you need to lose like two or three stone, which that's the average of of clients that come to us, four or five pounds over a couple of weeks, like it's not going to feel that different. You're only going to feel different really when you start to hit into that stone bracket. The reason that you've never been successful before is because you constantly go back to the same crappy diets that never work for you so like when you turn up in January this year what's the point in doing something that never works like it's never going to work. if it didn't work before it's not going to work again and there's a reason behind that it's because you've gone so extreme that it's just unmanageable and the problem is you, you do that you lose five pounds, but you're so fucking hungry. You've got the shakes, you feel sick, you feel tired, you've got headaches. Someone's told you to give up fucking caffeine and gluten and fucking everything. Um, and it's just so hard that I would, I would not be able to sustain that for like a 12 or a 16-week period, which is what you need to do in order to lose the weight that you are holding, all right? So you've gone to these extremes. You feel like shit. You're craving everything inside because you feel like, going cold turkey is the only way which it's not because it doesn't work because it's not worked for you before and then you just end up in this place where you just eat everything inside because you're so fucking hungry like th- this is the problem right? Like, this is exactly what you're doing time and time and time again and then you're making yourself feel like you're a failure because you've set a target that's so unrealistic and unachievable that how could anyone succeed at it like i don't, i've never met a woman that's like oh yeah, I I lost uh, four stone, I, I reverse diet and I maintained on the fucking celery juice diet. It just doesn't exist. When have you ever come across someone like that? You you, you just don't. Like, you don't see, like, there's a reason that no online coaches or no personal trainers live a life like that because it, we all know that it doesn't work and we've all gone through the long haul or the ones that are in shape. We've all gone through the long haul of doing it like there's not we're not trying to purposely make you do it for fun we're trying to get you to do it because we know it works so it's just about starting to switch that mindset of this place where you're always going into this desperation or actually if you did it and it didn't feel like a despair it didn't feel like you had the shakes every day you didn't feel like shit granted it's still going to be hard but you can actually go out for dinner still you know like there are ways to do it and that's what i'm going to talk you through now so that's what happens. That That is the diet loop. And I know it happens because I speak to so many women, women on a daily basis that it's the, it's the same thing. Like we did a survey in Train Anna, um, and 29 of the girls did it. And I can literally tell you that 26 of the people felt – in. They said, I said, what was your biggest fear? And the biggest fear to them was that they would fail working with us because of the experience that they'd had before, because they'd failed – Every single diet they'd ever done before, because it was so unmanageable, and that's what's holding so many of you back. Right, is that you're have you have this fear of failure, of actually committing to something that will actually make a change, because of this experience that you've given yourself before, of these horrible quick fix, short term, wastes of time. Essentially, they're a waste of time and a waste of money. Um, So obviously. When it comes down to the dieting, right, so maybe some of you go down the calorie tracking approach, which I would say is probably going to be, if you're not going to work with a coach, it's going to be the easiest way for you to to start to drop body fat. One of the problems, again, is I don't know where this 1,200-calorie thing came from, but it's hilarious. Um, You give yourself an unmanageable target, again, because you're going to the extremes. I could never lose weight eating 1,700 calories, I'm sorry, but newsflash, you're eating more than that now. That's why you're overweight. And this is the harsh truth that we have to face, is that if you were eating that, you would be losing weight. You know, most of you, like, if that was in your bracket, if that's what somebody or a calculator tells you and you've accurately estimated it, it's highly likely that you're not eating that, otherwise you would be dropping body fat. And when it comes down to the tracking, this is the problem where most people go wrong, okay? It's because... You go into say, yeah, 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 I track my food, but it just doesn't work for me. I am telling you now, it works for everybody. It, the calorie deficit works for everybody, and it's it's really about you on this journey. Like the, the biggest flaw that I think so many people have in in the tracking is that honesty, and it's really actually hard to be honest with yourself. Like, I have been there. I've been in so many times where I've been like, yeah, yeah, I'm tracking, I'm tracking. When I first started my journey. I wasn't tracking. I was tracking like four days a week, most of the food. I was adding it in at the end of the day and I wasn't really weighing it properly. And then I was doing whatever I wanted at the weekend. Like that is not tracking your food. Tracking your food comes right down to, okay, we've got a reasonable calorie target to start with so that you're not dying of hunger. You're weighing all of your food because how can you track something at 200 grams without weighing it? Because how do you know it's 200 grams? I'm telling you now you don't have the experience likely to eyeball it, you know, like it, it that is no one on a miracle will be able to eyeball exactly what their food would be. You know, if you're at maintenance call, cool, but if you're trying to diet, just weigh your food, stick it on the scales. Um, and then you're not, you're not tracking in advance, which means you add stuff as you go, which I can almost 99.9% guarantee. You're missing something off. So you're like, yeah, yeah. that's 1700 calories. You probably haven't. You probably missed that teaspoon of peanut butter, the bloody chicken nugget that you ate off your kid's plate, the couple of rice crackers that you just snuck in your mouth quickly so no one knew it happened. And then lo and behold, you're, you're two or 300 calories over your target, and that's why you're not losing weight. So when it comes down to the accuracy and the effort level that we've got to put into tracking our food, first of all, it's high like the things that you should be doing are pre-planning your whole day in my fitness pal making sure that you're maximizing all of the volume of food you're weighing everything in advance and it's there and it's ready to go because the, the issue with is, adding in on the day which a lot of people do is you get to the evening you're like oh fuck we got 300 calories at dinner <laughs> and you're sitting there and you're like well i'm starving and then you start panicking you're stressing out because you can't fit in your bloody you've got 40 grams of fat left and nothing else, like it's it's helping the future you is just putting that little bit of effort in pre-planning but this is where most women go in the downfall is that you don't do that and then it gets to Saturday and Sunday and you're like fuck yeah it, it's the weekend it doesn't count it's probably the most valuable part of the whole diet is what you do on a Saturday and Sunday the women that get a result on a Monday are the people that stick to it through the weekend and if you break it every single weekend you can't turn up expecting a loss or be disappointed if you've put Minimal effort. If you're not actually tracking your food, you're not weighing it properly, and then you can't be asked at the weekend. Why is it that you think that you deserve a hundred percent result? You know, like, and that's that's the problem in society nowadays. We want everything for no work. The people that get the result, are the people that grind and put the work in. So by you already just making sure you weigh your food, track it accurately, do it in advance, and don't balls it up at the weekend by just going ape shit you're already going to get more of a result because you're putting the effort level in. And in order to get out, we have to put in, it's, it's literally like everything. Like imagine going and doing your job and putting a 60% effort in like, mayor, you turn up an hour late, you, you, you sort of reply to your emails, but you can't go to reply to people properly. You delete half of them and, you don't enter things properly into the spreadsheet that everybody relies on, and then you get—it's almost like you turn up at your appraisal and you expect to have a bonus because you've done so much work. It's the same concept. You wouldn't do it at work; you wouldn't give in half an effort and expect a hundred percent result. So why is it that you do that when it comes to your tracking your food and your fat loss? Why is it that you think that you can put in a half effort and you deserve a hundred percent result? So that is the, the probably the biggest thing that that women struggle with is obviously the nutrition and it's i i fully believe that it is tougher for women right to lose weight because we do have a lot of hormones and shit gets emotional sometimes you have your time of the month things get a little bit hard but at the end of the day we're all in the same boat every single woman and it is possible it's just about learning to understand your body and actually just being patient with yourself like if we expect everything to come through in two weeks then we're gonna make it even harder for ourselves. Like, think about, think about when when you started to gain this weight or to get to where you are now. Like, were you were you were you in a rush? Were you bothered? Like, I'm pretty sure there were loads loads of times you were like, "Oh, fuck it, yeah, fuck it, who cares? Fuck it." With I'll start a diet next week. Fuck it, you know. Like, and it's all fun and games when you're stuffing down Krispy Kremes with your mates, and it's all hilarious when you're, you're smashing back twelve cocktails. But why is it that you come to a diet? And you expect it to all be done in two weeks. You get pissed off and impatient. Nothing's changing. Nothing's worked. It's been five, six weeks. And oh, I've only lost four kilos. It's fucking incredible. It's incredible to make progress in that amount of time. But you weren't in a rush to do it. So why are you in such a rush to undo it? And this is, again, this goes back to that desperation and that extreme is that you have pushed yourself so far. Whereas actually, if you just start to take action before it gets that far, then you, you, you won't realize that that pressure is there. So I guess some of the other the things that why your diet is not working is, as I said, like the weekends don't count. And often you get to the weekend, you get complacent because you feel like one, maybe you've got social events, you've got family and friends that don't support you. And that, that is tough, you know, like that's something that we work with the girls on quite a lot. And is that, that social acceptance of doing the different, you know, being out of the norm. And that's somewhere I've sat for pretty much most of my life. As I can remember, like, if I think back, I've always been that girl that does that thing different. I've always been the girl that has, like, gone to the gym and, and like, always the one that would prefer to eat a salad over a burger and chips, you know. And because I've always had my goals in mind and I've always had my health in mind, and it is hard sometimes, you know, like, when you're sitting there and everybody else is doing one thing and you want to do another, but that's what brings you to where you are, you know. Like, that's actually something that I sit proud of now. Like, I think sometimes, like, yeah, I mean, I could – I could have gone out this weekend boozy punching with everybody or actually I could have sat down on my laptop, focused on my work and stuck to my meals, you know, like it's and then the reward for me is that I wake up and I feel good in myself and I've done something for me. And it's really hard with social events and family members that don't support you or friends. But in all honesty, sometimes it's just a little bit of jealousy from from other people like they are envious that you are breaking out of that that boundary you know you're taking action on yourself and you're trying to live a better life for you you people don't like that people find that really hard and that's why i brought train nirvana in such a big community because like we have like 75 girls in a whatsapp group all supporting each other and that's exactly what you need you need to bound yourself in that community of people that support you and i know that it gets tough but it's just about you breaking that boundary you know someone's like oh just have one you just have one that's what i say to a black woman you have it why have I got to have it? And it's really, you've got to push yourself out of the comfort zone here with the things I've already spoke about, the tracking, being committed to that. It's going to push you outside your comfort zone. Saying no to people because of it's not going to benefit you, you know? Like, it makes them feel better if you have one, but it makes no difference to you, you know? Like, it's not going to benefit you by just having one or having the... Like, why have you got to have the chips just because Sarah's having the chips? Like, let Sarah have the chips, you know? It's just about breaking those boundaries of that. And once you've conquered that, like, I see, in so many of our girls, they're like, oh my God, I've made it through weekend and I feel really good. But like that's the emotion they feel because not because they've restricted themselves and still go out for dinner, but we've just picked slightly different options. We prepared ourselves in advance. And that's the difference, right? If you give in to what everybody else wants you to do, you're essentially just living their life for them. Like, this is your life. You do the damn well hell that you want to do, and if you don't want to eat the chips, and you don't want to drink a cocktail, and you want a diet coke instead with a vodka, why should you not be able to do that? Now, like if you're if you're doing what they want you to do, why are they not doing what you want them to do? You know, why are they not having a vodka diet coke? Why are they not having salad instead of chips? You know, like, and don't always think about it in like everybody's coming for you. Spin it back on people. You know, like this is about actually saying no. Like, don't. Don't feel like you have to do what other people want you to do because that again will be one of the setbacks in your journey. Is other people trying to dictate what you should and shouldn't be doing over the weekends? Um, I guess my my sort of last point in terms of maybe some of the reasons that you're not getting the result are your exercise. So a lot of people um, go to the gym, which is absolutely incredible. You know, we, we get any exercise in, which is the most important part. You know, like I feel like since lockdown, I've never known so many people to do steps. Like, but what a great thing. You know, I think lockdown did so well for us in terms of half and half. Some people met, yes, yeah, some people know, um, but a lot of people got into their fitness. They got into exercise. They started moving more, which is incredible. Like, I think it's great. Um, but one of the things that, We'll slow your progression is just going and doing a workout and not thinking about it you know so a lot of women one you don't record your weights and reps two you follow all these uh, workouts from instagram you just sort of sit on your phone you do random stuff you do booty band workouts in the gym you go you go and do abs as a whole session and the problem is you're not being specific you're not purposefully training you're just going and doing random things and that's where you limit your own progression because How do you know that you're getting stronger? How do you know that you're progressing? And it's the same with everything. Like we can hit a plateau in our training and in order to progress, we have to constantly be progressive, you know? So we either have to push more reps or more weight or spend more time in each rep. We have to perfect our form. We have to work on all of those things. Like if you're doing cardio, it's only going to be so long before, your body will become adaptive to what you're doing, but we need to progress on that. So if you're running, we need to progressively run faster or harder or for a longer period. And that is the same with your weight training. Like if you're just going to the gym and going through the motions, you're sat on your phone, looking at Instagram, you're texting back gym because he wants to go on a date tonight. Like that's not you putting your everything into your training. And again, this comes back to the nutrition. Like if you can only be to put 40% effort into your training sessions, then you're only going to get 40% out of it. So when it comes down to your training, what I want you to do is we need to get specific. We need to have a training program that we can repeat week in, week out, so we can actually progress. Like all the women that want this toned body and you want a nice bum, you want defined arms, you want abs, you need to work hard for it. Like it won't just come with you just doing a bit of cardio the way that we get that tone definition of muscle is from weight training. So when it comes down to that weight training, if you can't be asked and you're not actually progressing, we can't expect to build muscle. You, you don't just walk into the gym, click your fingers and it appears it has to come with the grind. Like there's not, there's not any reason that I sit on Instagram looking like I'm about to pull my pants doing a set. I don't do it for the, well, I do do it for fun. It is fun, but there's a reason that I push myself so hard and that's because I'm constantly trying to progress. So when it comes down to your weight workouts, Make sure that you've got a plan of action, that you go into the gym with a follow. Write down the weights and the reps that you complete. Make sure that you progress on that week on week, if possible. Make sure that you are checking your form with somebody. Have you tried asking anybody in the gym if if this squat's okay? Is this lunge okay? Am I doing this right? And put some time into your education on that because it makes such a difference. And it's the same with your cardio after. So say if you're doing a bit of cardio at the gym, rather than going in on the cross trainer and just sitting on instagram you're putting a minimal amount of effort in that time on that cross trainer should be a full dedication okay so the phone goes in the bag the music is on you note down what level you're on what speed you're on and you fucking go for it like you you make sure that you put the same amount of effort in or more continuously and then next time you go to the gym you're like right this is what i did last time. i'm going to try and beat that So we're constantly aiming to progress. And the problem is that so many women just go to the gym and you just go to the gym. You're not actually training. We're not purposefully progressing because again, it comes down to that amount of effort that we're willing to put into that. So these are the the basics that I would say hold women back um, in terms of their fat loss. So referring back to tracking, we're getting complacent. We're not weighing all of our food. We're not pre-planning and we don't actually put everything in my fitness pal before secondly is the weekends you know what do other people influence us to do um and, and i guess that comes back to it. like at the weekend like you have to really level down with yourself of like how much do you want this yeah so when you when you come down to the weekend you think, oh fuck it i'm not gonna bother this weekend do you actually want that gold enough to make a change like do you how much do you really really want this right now or is it not that important to you and when you do that you have to come back to your why and that's what I bring back to the girls a lot of the time I, I say like you told me when you started you were desperate for a change you you felt uncomfortable you felt hard and you felt shit in social events and why is that not important now you haven't made that change yet So why are we stopping on this goal? So it's always bring yourself back to your why. Why did you start this? Why are you doing this? Because it's not anybody else's goal, it's yours. And if you feel that shit about yourself, it's time to make a lifestyle change. Like if going out and eating burgers and chips every weekend, drinking 10 porn star martinis is making you feel the way it does now, why is it so hard to let go of that? Why do you not want to let go of that? Because that is the one thing that's making you feel like shit. if, If not exercising is getting you to where you are now then why are we not keen to exercise like these are my questions to you like it might be hard and it might take a little while to get into but these are the things that are going to turn your life around and going to make you feel better so it's important we start to let go of those old attachments and start to think about what are the things that are going to make me feel better because when you do those things on tap and it does become like i talk about this lifestyle because you have to start living like the person that you want to be like if Sarah wants to be 10 stone and she's 12 and a half, she has to start thinking and living like 10 stone Sarah. And she has to maintain that. She has to maintain that lifestyle. Like you can't just expect to lose all this body fat, right? Put all this effort in, drop a stone and a half, and then just go back to your old fucking ways because it's going to come back because that's what's caused you to gain the weight. So you do have to start to make that change. And we do have to look at other options like lower calorie foods and making smart swaps here and there because it all adds up, and it all makes a difference. Um, so yeah, I think that I'm gonna stop that there. Um, I hope that you enjoyed that podcast. And I hope that it was helpful to you. Um, I'll be back very soon with a podcast with Victoria, uh, and a little life update from me. Uh, but I hope that this helped. Please drop me a message if it did. And I will speak to you all soon.